You're listening to the Her Business Beat podcast, where real women share how purpose drives profits and how life harmony can exist with your hustle. I'm Geneva Moresma, the founder of Hearts and Heels, a networking group for women where we work together for flourishing businesses and come together through enriching education and joyful relationships. Whether you're a part-time business owner or a fast-scaling entrepreneur who is also a conscientious leader, you can create soul-led success by fueling your greatest ambitions with pure heart. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of cab, pop in your AirPods, and get ready to check your purpose pulse to create work that matters and the success you desire. On today's episode of Her Business Beat, I want to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is networking. I run a networking group here in the Tampa Bay area called Hearts and Heels, and we are a big collaborative of entrepreneurs at all levels of business right now, everybody from the part-timer to the person who's in their second career, second entrepreneurship venture to somebody who's been it for years and years and is doing remarkably amazingly well. But I find as I go through the business community that there are women who have been in business for a very long time that still feel quite uneasy about networking. It somehow highlights, I think, for us internally, all of our biggest fears, right? Like, who else is going to be there? How do I measure up to everyone? Am I successful enough? Will anyone remember me? Is it going to be uncomfortable? totally normal questions to ask. So whether you are pulling six and seven figures or you are just getting started in business, this is a topic for you today. We know that starting a business is exciting, right? And moving into your best business year ever, if you had like one of these like slamming years the last couple years, that's also highly exhilarating. But how can you take what you've done to even something higher? How can we go from good to great? I think one of the keys to doing that is through networking. We know that sustaining a business is like a whole different ball of wax, right, than starting a business. It's hard work to get the momentum, and then you've got to sustain it, right, and keep this flowing pipeline and all these doors open so that you can thrive. So maybe one of these things sounds familiar to you. You have made a thousand social media posts and you have just kind of come to the realization that you have generally poor return on your time investment. And maybe you haven't defined very well what your social media strategy is. Are you trying to create like instant conversion? Are you trying to sell a product? Or do you stay online because you need to just keep visible and keep relevant? Those are two separate things. But you might be thinking, you know, gosh, I thought if I posted every day, and I posted twice a day, and I put up video content, and I did all this stuff that at this point, that would have converted into something. And maybe it's been something, but it's not the same value as the time that you've put into it. Okay, so maybe situation two is more like you. You've attended some networking functions, but you felt way out of sorts, didn't quite know why you were there, what you were trying to get out of it. And so you've networked, but it's been inconsistent, disconnected. You go once or twice, you know, a season, and then that's about it. So just like anything, if you are doing it inconsistently, it's not going to generate for you what you want, right? It's just like a workout. And we'll talk about how to make this work for you better. Maybe this is your situation. You are frequent flyer networking, but you've lost the zeal that you had when you started. And I know this has happened to me in seasons where I have been just gung-ho into my networking circles and 
doing all the things. And then I kind of just hit a wall with myself or the group that I'm in. And I just don't know why, but it's just not feeling the same. And I will tell you that 9.5 times out of 10, the problem is not the group at all. It's myself. And I have to go back and kind of look at my purpose for being there, what I'm trying to gain and give to that networking circle, and then say, okay, let me realign myself and then re-enter with a refreshed mindset. So before you take your next networking plunge, or you do it for the first time, I'm going to share these seven valuable lessons that networking taught me. My goal for you is that in these lessons, I'll remind you not just to go through the motions, but to go for intentionality in your networking efforts so that you can glean all the good benefits that networking can bring to your business. So here is lesson one that I learned is that I discovered networking to be the single best and most cost effective way to grow my business. Why is that? Because instead of just me being the only person talking about what I do, now I have, if I have 50 networking contacts, 100 networking contacts, I have this built in marketing campaign that honestly, like for the amount of money I put into networking, what I pay for my fees and dues, it's the single best marketing strategy out there. In my opinion, when you have 100 people talking about your business and also kind of sitting on the lookout for you, so they're in conversational circles that you aren't in, you're not part of, they have friends and other business owner contacts that you don't know. So when they hear someone speak a need and then they connect you to that need, like that's work you could have never done for yourself because you're not part of their circle. You just don't, we just can't know as many people, right? So I think for that reason alone, like it's super powerful. Now, what it takes though, is when you go into your networking is that you've got a pretty clear message on who you are, what you do and who you're for. Because if you can relay those three things with very clear delivery, then someone else can remember that and they can reshare that story. And so that's why it's so important when you go into networking and you're given your 30 seconds to deliver your introduction is that you make it tight and you just make it easy for people to know who you are, what you do, and who you serve. So maybe you're saying, you know what, I don't have the time to network. Well, I don't have the time to do a lot of things, and I'm sure you often have to put things on the back burner too, but I think if we can look at networking as just part of the job description, if you went back to work for someone, or if you already are a corporate leader, you work in corporate because networking is for you too, you have a job description if you work for someone, right? And it's got bullet points of all the things that you must do. You don't get to pick and choose, but I think sometimes with entrepreneurs, Because we have all this liberty in what we do, we try to kind of henpick what we're going to pull into our job description. And sometimes we're leaving things out that really just need to be part of the job description. And so I would ask you to look at networking the same way. It is part of the job. So you have to make time for it because otherwise you're leaving a big chunk of your marketing potential off the table. And this is whether you are in a business that 
um, is an online delivery system type business, or you are local, which is extremely vital that you're involved in networking. But I think just being around like-minded people, so whether it's to generate referrals for your business, whether it's to gain education, or it's just to make connections with other people who get you, right? That get the leader that you are, what you're trying to accomplish, and can pour encouragement into you. For one of those three reasons, get involved in networking. Block the time out, whether it's weekly or a couple times a month, but be consistent. It takes consistency. So you can't be like showing up to this group once and then this group the next month and then you just kind of drop into them maybe once a quarter. You're not going to get seen that way. People are not going to remember who you are, what you do. And if somebody's showing up that does your same job and they're showing up consistently, they're going to get the referral. It's just the way that it works. But just think about this, the investment is low compared to a lot of other forms of marketing. So while you might pay a couple hundred dollars or even up to a couple thousand dollars, if you can trade a few hundred dollars for a lifetime client or a client that then refers you five referrals, think about what the return on your investment is in that case. What would that look like for you? And that might help you determine if that investment is worth it. So try not to look at it as a spend. Do your due diligence to vet the group and make sure that it's a good fit for you. Talk to other members and see if they have had really good um, either results as far as referrals or if there is some other value, like I said, like education or just strong connections that they're making in that group. But think about if you could just get one referral from that group, what would that mean over the lifetime of your business? And if that one referral refers you a couple people, I guarantee you that whatever spend you made on that group will come back to you probably tenfold, if not more. Lesson two is that I learned that I found inspiration in my networks. And I touched on this a little bit, so I'll keep it short. But if you have people that are there for the right reasons, I know I sound like I'm talking about The Bachelor. I do watch a lot of that. So any other Bachelor fans out there, Bachelor Nation, you know, they talk about like, are you here for the right reasons? Find groups where you see that people are there for the right reasons. They're not just there to take, take, take. They are there to give. They're there to contribute. They're there to connect. Those are the groups you want to be in. That's where I find inspiration. When I go into those groups and I hear other people's successes and overcoming stories and their connection stories and the work that they've done collaboratively, collaboratively, that helps me move some mountains in my own business. Lesson three, I discovered that networking was incredibly powerful for gaining visibility and credibility. Those are two things that you must have in business. So I'm not talking about popularity here, right? I'm talking about the day that you realize that others see you as a thought leader and an expert when they see that you know your stuff and you can share your gifts and talents. That's when people will be naturally drawn to the light and knowledge within you. And they're going to want to ask you to maybe present at a networking function, teach a workshop, write a blog, do something else that will generate your knowledge forward. And so just, I have found that being in networking and the more you go and the more you make those connections, the more value people see in you. And when people see that value, they will give you their stamp of approval. So we all know social credibility is so important in business, right? And so I can say I am a super awesome copywriter, and that's great, right, if I believe in myself and I'm confident. But if 
I have five other people testify to the fact that like what I did for their business, what I wrote for their marketing actually made a difference and impact, helped them present their business well. That carries so much more weight. And so part of networking is generating this circle of trust, people that also vouch for you, believe in you, and can say when someone's like, you know, I've thought about calling this person to ask them to do my um, newborn photography, is that you have 10 other people that say, you know what, she's great at what she does. You totally want to hire her. Lesson four, I've learned that networking keeps me sharp. So I constantly seek groups that have some kind of formal business education component built in. We do a lot of this at Hearts and Heels. Um, I just think it's super valuable. We all come from different experiences and educations. And if we can share that in our circles, like help uplift each other and uplevel each other's knowledge, I think that that's so potent. And so I have gained so much knowledge or even just curiosity through rubbing shoulders with other business minds. And it just has helped me stay on my industry's A-game. It's also giving me a lot of insight into other industries. There are industries that I've now written for that I didn't actually have a connection to before, but that's come through my networking and someone telling me about their business and me realizing like, wow, that's really interesting. And then at some point they have a need and I have a desire to help them in that. So we know that knowledge is power, right? If you ever watched Schoolhouse Rock, you probably remember that line, but I might be dating myself. Lesson five, I learned that networking helped me learn how to handle the competition. So some people look at competition as like the dirtiest C word in the book, but we all have competition, right? It's a big fact. So Macy's and Dillard's, Publix and Sprouts, McDonald's and Burger King and Chick-fil-A. Everybody has competition. It's just what happens in business, and it can be a wonderfully healthy thing. And I think that networking helps you learn how to swim in the same seas with your competition. So when you network, if you go to a group that's an open seated group, meaning that there is no one person per industry or job in that networking group, you might meet your competition. And if you get to know them, you might find that you share the same niche. Maybe not, though. So they might become a good referral partner for you. You might always get called to do some kind of work that actually is not your best work. And so now you have somebody to cross refer work to. Also, I think it's a beautiful thing when you can find people that can talk shop with you. I know I love when I meet other creatives that are in the marketing realm, whether they are website designers or brand photographers or graphic designers, social media experts. Those people light my internal fire. I find that we get each other. We have the same ideal client. We bring different sides of what that client needs to the table, but it's exhilarating and it's refreshing to talk to other people that are in my space or close to my space or somebody that actually does exactly what I do. So I think you know what, if we get the right perspective, we can understand that there is plenty of business to go around. But you might find that your competition is somebody that you actually look up to admire, and you might want to emulate some of the things that they're doing in your own business. And chances are, they're going to see the same thing in you. Lesson six is that networking taught me how to talk effectively about my business. 
So when many people come to one of our Hearts and Heels networking meetings for the first time, they will ask me, do I have to stand up and talk about myself? And to that, I always affirm, yes. Why? Because the whole point of networking is to build relationships and community recognition. And if you keep that end in mind, you understand that, yes, there's a little initial discomfort, but why come to a networking meeting if you're not going to tell anybody who you are and what you do? That's why we're there. So I totally get that not everybody likes to stand up and talk in front of a group of people, but it's one of those things that the more you do it, the easier it gets. And so practice makes better. It doesn't always make perfect. I still stumble over my 30-second commercial. I did it last night at an event, and I just went with it. You know, it's it's not, you don't have to be perfect at it, but the more you do it, the easier it gets and the more that you can be flexible in that. If it takes you writing it down on a note card and you read it off your little three-by-five note card, that's perfectly fine, whatever suits you best. But yes, I know that like the more I was networking, the more comfortable I got talking about my business. I think also the more people asked me questions about my business, I realized what I needed to tweak in my intro and how I needed to present information differently in talking to people. So if I didn't make those interactions and listen to their questions, I might be giving people information that really wasn't that valuable to them. So I think it's so important to attend networking just so that we can be better communicators of our business. Those things will also help you even in your social media posts if you know what questions people are asking. And I know sometimes we can assess that online, but there's something very valuable about just conversations and circles of people talking to you about your business and you tuck away like, wow, three people just asked me that same question. Maybe that's an FAQ I need to put on my website, or maybe that's something I need to address in a post or in a blog. So let me also encourage you, if you were that person that's kind of the frequent flyer networking that's been there for a long time and just feels like you've lost your zeal, is maybe you just need to revisit how you're presenting yourself. Maybe there's a new um, thing you're launching in your business that if you share that might drive some great interest in what you're doing and make you feel kind of renewed and regenerated in your networking space. So the last lesson that I want to share with you is that the offspring from my initial business connections when I networked has backed my next business ideas. So let me explain that is that I talked about credibility, but you know what? I've been in business now for 17 years. My business today that I'm networking is not what I initially started networking. I started networking as a clinician, as a clinical therapist, as a speech-language pathologist. And currently, I'm not networking that. I am networking my copywriting business. But the connections that I built in the community in the Tampa Bay area 17 years ago when I was a networking clinician are the same people that trust and back my business today. So those connections, once you have made those sticky deep connections. It's like family. They don't go away and you don't want them to go away. But when you evolve, they will evolve with you. And not only will they evolve with you, they will cheer you forward. They will be the biggest proponents of your next business shift, your next entrepreneurial venture. They will stand by you. And so it's a lot easier to start a business, a second business, or make a big pivot in your business with community behind you than to do that by yourself and just be relying on social media potentially to get 
get the word out on what you're doing. So it's it's such a huge difference. And it's the reason that I was able to pivot through COVID into copywriting full time and be able to actually have backing of that. And so I would just tell you, like, maybe you don't know where you're going to be in five years. You might change your business model in two years. But if you have built in those relationships, you are going to have so much more power behind what you do and what you shift into. Forbes, Harvard Business Review, other thought leaders in business all agree networking is essential for your career and your business. So when you see your networks as a mutual relationship where everyone first seeks to give, I promise that you're going to find a win-win, right? You're going to win and who you're giving to and where you're attending is also going to gain. They're getting all of you, all of your talent, all your resource and your connections, and in turn, you're going to get the same from them. It's not fast. Okay, this is not something that's like a jackpot win. You don't go to a networking event, pull the lever and get all the referrals. This is relationship building. Okay, think about you've got to date your networking circles, you've got to show up consistently, and you need to be contributing to them. So it's not fast. It's not easy. It does require your time and your commitment. But don't you think your big dream deserves a community to get back to it? Thanks for tuning in to Her Business Beat. I hope you found some sunshine for your business journey or heard something that made your purpose pulse beat faster. Please hit subscribe, write us a review, and share this episode with a friend. Tune back in for new episodes soon.